Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast, where two football diehard fans feel the joy and pain of being lifelong Washington fans. They will bring you an unapologetic and an occasional level-headed opinion. So hold on as we fight for old D.C. with your two favorite knuckleheads. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as what's becoming a regular uh, in his bunker out in Area 51 is my main man, Reggie. <laughs> oh, man. What's going on, Kenny? Oh, man. <laughs> just, uh, just you know, ch- checking on you, man. You're, you're MIA. Uh, you know, we're not, we, we didn't expect the season to end like this. We, fr- 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 from the football team's perspective and, and from my, uh, my broadcasting partner perspective. Uh, well, well, that's true, man. But you know, sometimes, as we say, you know, sometimes things get in the way. Life happens, you yeah. know. But we we make the adjustment, man. We we, we roll with the audible. Yeah, we don't. We know, don't stop. We yeah, we don't stop. Right. That's we, right. That's we, right. We, we keep going. That's right. The show must go on, man. <laughs> so, but yeah, but yeah, here we are, man. You know, we we're wrapping the season up uh, remotely, but we're also wrapping the season up. Um, um, on our team, man, we're putting a bow on the the era of the Washington football team as well. Yeah, that was the the last game of the Washington football team, as it as we expect, right? We we yeah. we don't anticipate they're going to keep the name of Washington football team come right. two two of twenty two, but um, but yeah, yeah. And, and no, I don't think that's going to be the name either. So um, you know, going forward here at some point, I think we probably have a few more podcasts where we'll re- we will refer to ourselves as the football team but, but yeah man before long we'll be calling ourselves something else you yeah know? yeah well i mean a couple times through the year we messed up between um you know the the loss or the las vegas raiders versus oakland raiders the san diego chargers you know we, we might mess up on the old name versus new name you know kind of Oh, I'm pre- I'm I'm pretty sure we will. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm pretty sure we will. You know, we've called us called us a skins for so long that still pops uh, comes up from time to time, and I have no doubt. You know, after two years of calling ourselves the football team, I'm pretty sure we're probably going to um, revert back to that a few times. But yeah. uh, it's all good. But but it's to be expected, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're all we're all moving forward. Yeah, you get used to something, and then you know, you kind of have to switch gears on it. Right, right. Um, but just like that, man, uh, you, you know, you can let us folks know what the schedule is coming up as well. Uh, you mean for in the off season here? Well, kind of for us, you yeah. know. Again, we talked about we're wrapping up the season, correct, on the team. But um, you know, we're, we're not wrapping up our podcast. No, so. not at all. Yeah, we 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 plan on going uh, you know, through the off season because um, last year we started. Was it? Right before the, I think it was the draft had already happened, but it was, I'm sorry, the free agency had happened, but it was right between free agent, opening of free agency and the draft is when we, yeah. when we started. Yeah. And yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. And, and we're going to continue on like we did in the off season before the season started, like I said, with, with all the evaluation and talking about signings and rumors and things like that. Um, right. But, but we'll, we're even going to talk, it may not be weekly. Um, but it's going to be regularly, probably you know, at least every other week, I would think. There's right. a, there's always right. – when, when you're a Washington fan, there's, there's always something to talk about. Right. You know, for, for you and I, it's daily, right? <laughs> but for for, for, for the true. fans that, that 
don't uh, digest as much as we do. Uh, it, it may be overkill. So you know, we'll do we'll do probably you know maybe three a month. Um, yeah, and, and a little yeah, bit, we'll... yeah, a little bit more when we're about to hit free agency. A little bit more when we're about to hit the draft. You know, things like that. But the point is. We need the people to keep listening because we're not going to go away just because the season is ended. We will continue to be bringing some content and uh, some podcasts, you know, throughout the off season. So yeah. to give everybody something to listen to. So we want people to continue to look forward to um, listening to those because again, we're going to keep putting some some content out there, and uh, it just won't be weekly since we're not having games uh, during this time. But but we'll we'll still be around. Yeah, so and please, it, please continue to listen to it. Yeah, and if you have topics that we you know, that, uh, that you want to discuss. Maybe it's, you know, I, I don't know, favorite game of all time or, you know, anything, your know, favorite player of all time, whatever. We, we While we covered a couple of those little things like that early on, just to um, kind of have conversations with our uh, with our listeners, more than welcome to do some of that, whether it's an, an entire show on that or we add on to that or, you know, we, we've talked about uh, coming up with an avenue to get some listeners on. Uh, that's, right. that's a work in progress. Sure. We don't know, you know, if that's going to happen or not happen, but it's something we're definitely looking at to engage with, with the listeners. Right. For sure. For sure. Absolutely, man. So the game, um, on Sunday with the giants, the New York giants. Yeah. What was your, what was your reaction to it? Um, <laughs> it, it, you know, is it, one of those games and while once again, we weren't able to, to watch it together, um, part of the way through the game, I think you texted me and you asked me if I was rooting for a win or a loss, a loss. you know, yep. and, and that has to do with the draft status. Right. And I, I said, and I'll tell the listeners, I was rooting for a win the entire way. I said, text me if it's really close with two minutes to go and I might change my mind, <laughs> you know, right. because, because then it might come down to man. Yeah, I'm enjoying this win, but you know, a loss wouldn't be the worst thing, you know, in the future. But uh, Washington didn't didn't give me a chance for the, the last two minutes. They they <laughs> ultimately finally took care of business. And and while I was sitting there, I know you weren't there, but the guys uh, that were sitting around me at our at our table, I as the game was starting, I said we're going to win this game by double digits. And they kind of okay. got big eyes. I was like, look, man, the Giants are bad. Washington did not play good. Right, Washington mm-hmm. come out like barn burners, but the Giants are just not a good team. Well, they're not a good team, and um, first of all, and then second, they were missing a lot of key players. Correct. And uh, but for me, you know, the game was just tough to watch. I mean, the Giants, as you just pointed out, is not a very good team. They didn't have some key people. We had our some key guys out there, and yet we were struggling to put these guys away. Was I ever concerned at any point that we would not win the game? Not at all. Not at all. Right. But I was asking myself, why are we still letting these guys stick around? Why is it the score six to three or whatever it was, right. some low score? And it's like this, this makes no sense. Right. But at, but at no point in time did I ever think hmm, we may not win this game. Right. Right. Um, so so from that perspective, yeah. But it was certainly. Um, a game that was truly just for the fans. And I, I don't know how many people watched that game, just, just in general. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, 
engaging by the, the turnout in the stands, man. Ooh, it was man. ugly. Man, I, if those stands were more than 15 to 20% full, um, I, there's no way they were. I mean, there was. Man, that was awful. I mean, you know, it, you know to say there was less than 50% is is underestimating, right? It was probably. 20% fit, people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If 20% was probably the max. Um, I think that's being generous. Yeah, and and you know that everybody was moving down, right? So when you only right. saw the lower half, and even the lower half was less than a third full, um, you you know it was rough. You know it was rough. Yeah, it, it was it was rough. It was rough. Um, but for me during the game, I you know, I, I think the fact that we had lost four games in a row, it felt good to get the win. Sure. However, I think if if we had been say where we had won the last two but yet we were still quote unquote out of the playoffs I may have felt a little bit different uh, it just felt good to see us come out play score move the ball just look like an NFL team right. so it felt good to see that and so as that was happening it was like oh man you know it's, it feels good to watch my guys do this and win but like I said had we had already won two or three and got back to, you know, six and ten, and this was going to give us a seventh win, I probably would have said, yeah, let's not. Because in the big scheme of things, that win knocked us all the way back to picking 11th in the draft. And, and, a, and, lo- and a loss would have put us, I believe, it's seventh. I, I went and looked at it. Six, six or seven. Was it yeah. seven? I knew, seven, it, was, I knew I, it was something yeah. like that. Yeah. Based, on, based, on, t- based on the end of season um, standings, with everybody, I, I believe we'd be number seven if we would have lost. Right. And so people go, well, you know what? You never want to root for, for a loss. And I get it. Absolutely. I get it, man. Um, but, man, you knowing that we're going into the draft where we need uh, to use our first round, number one, go after quarterback, number two, or guess what? Use that pick as bait, as a trade. Right. Man, pick number seven sounds a lot better than pick number 11. Right, right. You still can get a damn good player at number 11, so I don't want to minimize that. But, boy, it looks a whole lot different saying you got a top 10 pick as opposed to a number 11 pick. Yeah, and, and one of the things during the game that, that that I talked about prior to the game was there, there, there was a cringing moment when Cameron Curl, right? I, right. Well, one, one of the young players who we fully expect to be uh, a player with Washington for the next few years at least – you know, when he when he got injured, I was like, man, and it's his knee, man. This mm-hmm. this better not carry over to next year. And and that's and that's right. where I was talking before about you know key players and key roles of holding them out. Um, everybody played the entire game. Uh, um, thankfully, for those that didn't know, uh, X rays came back negative. It's a a minor injury. He's probably not even walking with crutches or anything today. Might have a a slight limp, right. but but everything is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so again, with the win, though, it gave us uh, uh, victory number seven. And, uh, you know, for, so for the second year in a row, we finished with seven wins. Now, granted, there was an extra game this season, but we still finished with seven wins. Right. And I, it, just, it just feels different. Um, you know, again, the same, same number of wins last year versus this year. Last year won the division. This year was not. Um, but man, two seven win seasons back to back. One is not good, but they do feel different. 
Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, go, you know, when we give our numbers before the game and we joke about, you know, a strong seven or a weak seven, this feels like a weak seven, right? Well, it does. The way, it way does the season, because, the way the back half, of, you know, the back half of the season finished. Well, well, given how last year was, you know, with Alex Smith and all the guys that were in there and, and how the defense was playing, and we won, came back and won seven games in a bad year, we felt pretty good about it. We felt pretty good about how things were going to be going into this season. We felt better to improve on that. And, man, yeah, we, it turned out that we had to claw our way back just to get the seven wins. And I don't feel as good going into the uh, offseason this year as I did last year coming into this season. Oh, it, it just, I agree. It just feels different, man. It, it, just, it just feels, yeah, I, I, I got some concerns. Well, it, and, it, uh, yeah, at the end of last year, we felt like, there's a lot of hope, you know, a lot of growth that we saw in the back half of the season. And this year we're like, man, you know, what don't we, ha- what don't we have to address in the off season right. Uh, right. C- compared to last year? It was like, okay, we clearly have a few spots, but right. we also thought we had a handful of spots that were anchors, you know, for the foreseeable future. And now you can, you, there's not a position that you can't question almost on the team. Right. You know, and we knew, that the season would be a little tougher. We knew our schedule when it came out. We knew the schedule was going to be tougher. Right. But, man, seven wins, and we struggled to get seven wins, was, was tough. Um, I think I saw the stat during the game where we were the first team to ever have was it three different streaks within the season. We had a four-game losing streak, a four-game winning streak, and then another four-game losing streak. No, right. that had never happened. Right. And uh, so it just, just goes to show you, man, I, I I don't know what ultimately is going to happen. I mean, there's a long time between now and obviously next season. Um, there are players that are there that won't be there and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, but but clearly, this seven-win season just feels a hell of a lot different, man, than last year. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can say – and you would think you would see this all the time is I didn't see players checking out at no point in the last, you know, five games. Um, did I ever see players checking out that I didn't think that they were giving their all. So right. as much as we criticize and rightfully so some of the, uh, the coaches and what they're doing from, from that perspective, they did a good job of keeping well, everybody well, focused. Well, they did, they did. And, and, there's something to be said for that, okay? And, and I don't want to minimize that, but I know what I'm getting ready to say seems like it does, but I, but I want to be clear. I don't minimize that because, man, we've seen guys quit. We've seen teams quit. I mean, like oh, yeah. I told you, the Gi- look at the Giants. You know, when they ran, what, two quarterback sneaks deep in their own territory. I mean, they, they weren't trying to win the game. Correct. But, but, but our team continued to play. The guys played hard. You saw the emotion. You saw saw all of that. So I, I appreciate that and that's what Ron is doing. But Ron's not hired to to just get those type of moral victories. Right? Is that that old that old saying? You get enough moral victories, man, and you'll get fired. Correct. Okay? And w- Ron, we, 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 we don't want you fired, man. We, we appreciate what you're doing. We appreciate you coming in and turning things around. And kudos for keeping the guys engaged. That's what I said. I don't want to minimize that. But you're not you're not brought here just to make guys feel good about themselves. You're brought here to win games and go into playoffs yeah. and ultimately win championships. So again, that was good to see, but I still don't. I I feel less 
confident right now than I did last year, even though those guys played to the end. Yeah, they 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 definitely bring something else, right? Yeah. We we knew that we were going to have offensive struggles this year. We didn't anticipate the defensive struggles that uh, that we saw. So, right. you know, where, where you think in the offseason you're going to do a lot more uh, offensive evaluation, you know, we, we got to look a lot at, at the defense, you know, what, whether it's the coaches, the coaching scheme that they're running. I mean, is, is the scheme and the players matched up? You know, do we have the right players, period? Do we have the right, right. coaches, period? I mean, it, it's – it's there's almost well, not there's almost nothing whether it's the coaches or the players that shouldn't be evaluated this year and well, and well, I know they, and I know it's only two seasons for run and I'm not trying to run Ron out I'm not trying to run any coaches out necessarily I'm not necessarily right. trying to keep them but I'm saying there needs to be an honest evaluation because we we didn't perform like anybody would have expected us to right whether we won the division right. or not even the games that we won, you know, a few of them, including against the Giants, it wasn't a pretty game. Right. Right. So. Well, I, I know, man. And so to your point about that, uh, you know, Ron Rivera was asked about coaching changes. Does he anticipate any coaching changes? I don't remember verbatim exactly what he said, but at the end of the day, he basically communicated them that that's not going to happen. So, Basically, for any fans out there that are wanting Scott Turner to be gone, Jack Real to be gone, not happening. Does that mean that maybe a position coach or something may not have? But he basically said there won't be any major changes on his staff this season. So what we have to do with the staff that we have is exactly who we're going to run it back with for third and second of the year. So, so basically what that means is they need to do their own self-evaluation in the offseason and see what they're going to do better. Because I'm telling you, man, year three – in this era, has got to be a game changer. Yeah, win, win or lose, right? I mean, you know, we we talked about last last season versus this season. Um, you know, last season's wins and losses felt better at the end of the season. You know, you saw progression, you saw growth. Uh, this this year was nothing but it seemed like regression, regression on offense, regression on defense, and. Mm-hmm. If, if you see growth, whether it's with a new quarterback and as the season goes on, they kind of get into a groove, everybody's getting into a rhythm and you're playing with each other more and more. Um, again, even if you don't make the playoffs, if you see the growth that, that gives the fans and and the knuckleheads something to go with, right? Uh, we yeah. Our goal 100% should be playoffs and beyond, but right. you got you got to be moving forward, man. You got to be moving forward. For sure, for sure. Um Another thing that stood out about the game yesterday was clearly the organization's um, uh, desire to get Terry and uh, Antonio Gibson uh, over the 1,000-yard mark. Right, right. You know, part of me felt like, yeah, that's cool. Go ahead and get it to him. Get, get Terry's numbers. Get Gibson's numbers. But if I'm being honest, I didn't like having Gibson in the game late into the fourth quarter. Right. Terry right. got his numbers fairly early, and then I think they pretty much kind of let him be. But well, to, ha- yeah. to continue to run Antonio Gibson late in a meaningless game, in a meaningless game. They're hollow numbers. I mean, got, just to just for, just for get 1,000 yards. Right. If, if he needed a few, 
and he could have gotten him in the first and second quarter. I'm with it. But it took him almost the entire game to get these numbers. And to me, man, that was I – mean, how, how would we be sitting here today, the day after the game, if, if Antonio Gibson had tore his ACL, make it a cut? Right. Because he's going to get 1,000 yards. Right. And now what you're going to do, Ron, you're looking for a quarterback and a damn starting running back. I mean, I mean, for 1,000 – I mean, if you couldn't get him during the season, man, then, then hey, guess what? Sorry, not sorry. Uh, even worse would have been if it had been Terry, right? We we we're it already we're, we're already desperate at, at wide receiver. Um, and like I said, I don't know if I didn't see anything or hear anything that that Gibson had any kind of Gronk type of bonus that they were trying to help him out with, but I, I don't think it was the case. So why? I, yeah, I did. And, and again, if you wanted to play the guys and he needed 30 yards and you got it to him within the first quarter, I'm cool. Yeah. But it yeah, took yeah. Antonio Gibson the entire game, and Terry played probably into the third quarter, I think. But he got his he got his milestone sure. early in the game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, but okay, cool. But, man, come on. Like, what, what the hell is that? But I want to ask you this question, though. In order for them to do that, there was an extra game this year. Right. So had they done this over 16 games instead of 17 games, neither of those guys. So I know we're we're touting the fact that we had two had a thousand yard receiver and a thousand yard rusher. Great accomplishment, individual for those guys, but it took an extra game. Well, I mean, the, to to me, the the thousand yard benchmark was really established back when we had 14 games, right? Understand. And and then we Understand. had 16 games. And we still use that as a benchmark. And now we have 17 games, and that's still used as a benchmark. I'm like, come on, man. I think in a lot of people, in a lot of in a lot of running back, yeah, in a little, right. yeah, exactly, in running back. I think a lot of people in their mind is a a running back from 1977 that had 1,100 yards, and a running back now that has 1,100 yards is the same running back. And, yeah. and it's not the case, right? Uh, right. You you get in an extra. By today's standards, three games um, makes a huge difference. For sure. And so to, to your point, as a running back, a 1,000-yard season is nothing like what it used to be even five years ago. It, it's just – I mean, if you're if you're NFL-caliber starting running back, in my opinion, you should you should get 1,000 yards. Now, granted, I understand a lot of teams, they share, they split back, all those types of things. But for me, that stat, to your point, is not the same as it used to be. Reggie, thousand yard, thousand yard as a receiver. Go ahead. Well, to to your point, if Antonio Gibson ran for fifty nine yards every single game, would you be happy? No. That's all it takes in seventeen games to get a thousand yards. How many does it take in sixteen games? So seventeen is the first time. How many would it take for sixteen? Sixteen uh, games to get a thousand yards. I do my math here real quick. Uh, I mean, that's only 62, 62 and a half. Okay. So we'll call it 63. Okay. So, so again, if you're NFL's caliber starting running back, you should be able to get a thousand yards easily. I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. Uh, about absolutely. It. I agree. So when I, so when I hear some guy that got a thousand yards, that's not really exciting because again, you should be getting 70 plus yards a game as a running back in the NFL. That's just that's just how I feel. Yeah, I mean, to, so, to to your point there, I mean, w- without saying yards, how many should a, a top quarterback? I'm sorry, yards per game. What would you say for a NFL caliber, very solid or or top ten running back? How much how much should they get? 
80, 85, 90? I'm expecting you to push almost 100. I know you're not going to get 100 yards a game. Right. I, I get that. But, man, you should be able, we should be able to count on you for a minimum 80 yards every Sunday. Right, Easily. right, 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 right. You, you should, every time you run out on the field, when the, end of the, when the, when the final whistle blow, win or lose, you should have had at least 80 yards rushing. And and I don't and I don't disagree, right? You have you have 80, 80 yards on a against a tough defense, man. They kind of made it made it rough on you. But when you have a good game, you 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 get one hundred and ten, one hundred and fifteen, right? Uh, you know, eighty yards is, is almost times seventeen games is almost you you're getting the neighborhood of fourteen hundred yards a season. Well, again, seventeen is the first time. This is the first right, year. Right, 17. right, right. But I'm saying, but by, by today's standards, if somebody had fourteen hundred. Uh, yards, you go, man. They're killing it. Fourteen hundred yards with seventeen games. It's 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 a solid solid running, but you're not going crazy. Correct. You know, and, and that's why I'm just trying to put it in perspective and put the 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 per game number on that. When you're talking about a thousand yards, I mean, you're talking about fifty nine, fifty eight, fifty nine yards a game to get a thousand. Why why worry about it? Why waste it? You know? Why waste it? Because the injury to this guy would have been greater. Now flipping that over to Terry. You know, it feels a little bit better because two reasons. One is it's tougher to get a get a thousand yards as an NFL receiver. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, the guy's done it with I think they said nine quarterbacks and, and getting double teamed and and shadow shadow safety. He's over the only him. guy. Yep. He's yep. the only guy. Everybody in the state knows he's going to get the ball, so forth and so on. So again, Terry, his thousand yards is a little different. But again, it didn't take him all game. I think he got it by the second quarter. Right. Get him in there, get him, get his numbers, and get out of there. But you, but so, so I was happy for Terry, and I like Antonio. But man, that was just to be unnecessary for what they were trying to do. He played almost the entire damn game. Right, right. So in, I was just in, curious in, in, a, meaning, like in a meaningless game, right? In a meaningless, in a meaningless game. game. Yeah. But so I wanted to see did it did it diminish the numbers a little bit to you, being that it took seventeen games to get there. Um, I didn't think about it, but again, it, if we were going into the playoffs and they did this, you know, play them longer, even though we were a lock in the playoffs, but they wanted to give them that thousand yards. Okay. I see it. You know, it's, it's something positive moving forward. Again, it was a meaningless game by today's standards. It, it's a meaningless thousand yards. I mean, you, you, all you're doing is, is dealing with people's egos at that point. Right. Was it egos, it put it on your resume, it gives some guys bonuses and all those types of things. Right. And I, I want to be clear, if it was tied to bonuses, I get it. But if it's going to take you all game to get that, I don't know that it's worth it. Worth means right. doing that too. Because guess what, man? If we'd have lost Antonio Gibson or Terry for that matter, and I'm not jumping on Terry because it happened early in the game, but Gibson played almost the entire game. Right, right. And if he had gotten hurt in that game, how much different would it have been for us this offseason? And the coaching staff would have definitely been answering some tough questions of, of why. Well, well, injury is just part of the game, Ken. I'm sorry. You know, it just happens. It's unfortunate for the kid, but injury is just part of the game. Are you, are you kidding me, dude? Yeah. I, no, nobody's going to accept that. I mean, yes, it is, but in, in a meaningless but, game, you again, I, I, had, I had no problems playing everybody, but you better – recognize 100% that it is a meaningless game and the injury to me the injury is way more significant the potential for injury way more significant of an issue than moving up or back a couple spots on the draft 
And given how injuries had affected this team this season, it even further my confusion as in what they were thinking. Right. So I, I didn't understand. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what what else? You got any other takes on this game? No, I mean you know it, it was kind of a again I, I was rooting for it, but there was there was no excitement. Yeah, you know, I had a couple moments of excitement. You know when they uh, what you call it initially intercepted the pass and took it for a touchdown. It was a moment of excitement. But after he crossed in the end zone and I was done clapping, I was like, okay, you know, yeah, moving on. Uh, There was nothing that carried on, and I wasn't running around giving people high fives and, and, you know, on on a high like you normally are on something like that, right? Right. It it, it was none of that. I was like, clapping, all right, yeah, yeah, go, good job. And, uh, you know, know, can I get a refill on my soda, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, that was kind of that's pretty much all I got, man. It wasn't a whole lot to uh, to to write about there on that game. Right. Um, just a couple things I guess to touch on. Um, I guess since our last podcast would be that they re-signed um, uh, left tackle Charles Leno to an extension, right? Um, three-year deal, thirty thirty-seven million, I think yep, it was, yep, or something. Yep. Um, so. I, I was tweeting about that and everything, so I was happy about that, man. That was a great move. I'm glad they did they did that. Yeah. Didn't let him get the free agency, right? Uh, where you're competing against everybody else uh, for his services. The good news is he wanted to be here. Yeah, yeah. And and it, that was, was another positive. It was a good fit for both. I, I, we didn't overpay. Um, he was fine. I, he, could he have got, gone out and gotten a little bit more? Maybe, maybe he could have. But it was a good match for him. He was. I'm not going to say willing to take more, but uh, the, the the price that Washington was offering satisfied him, and because yeah. because he wanted to be here, he wanted to be here. Um, the yeah. the fans like him. I think he played. He shut down and took over the spot at the left tackle. You know, we were searching for a guy after leaving after Trent Williams being gone. And, uh, I, you know, we have our left tackle for the next few seasons. So I was excited to know yeah, that that's, yeah. that's a done deal. They can move on to some of our, our uh, other free agents agents that, uh, that are priority signings that they can get started on. So we got that locked down. Um, a lot of coaches got fired um, on, 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 uh, on Monday. For other teams, so correct, yeah. For other teams, not our team. Um, my only thing about that is, um, uh, as I mentioned to you, I'm glad that it's not us. This year, talking about our organization and whether or not we're a good fit, or whether or not it's an attractive job, we have our coaching staff. Whether we like them or not, whether we love them or hate them, uh, we have our coaching staff in place. Um, but a lot of coaches got fired. Um, the one that I think that everyone's talking about so far, at least at the time of this podcast, was the firing of Brian Flores um, as the uh, head coach in Miami right. after three seasons. Right. I, I, um, I think that was definitely the biggest surprise out of. Uh, early uh firings yes yeah yeah i i was i was shocked at that man i mean i don't understand how you a guy you had one win that you were picking i think second in the draft you went to the playoffs and then and then this year you pretty much almost make the playoffs and you fire the guy the guy's turned the organization around and you fire him. right so i was shocked to see that but gonna ask you um I know it's not happening, so this is all hypothetical. Would you rather have young Brian Flores as your defense coordinator or Jack Del Rio going into next season? If you had the opportunity to get Brian Flores, 
You know, if if it had been at the end of last season and you asked me the question that this type of scenario, I would have said stick with Del Rio, right? Uh, Del Rio, while he hasn't had great success as a head coach at a couple stops, um, most of the places he's been at, he's had a lot of success with his defense as a defensive coordinator. So after I saw the first year, I anticipated growth this year and again we all thought man we're gonna we're gonna have a solid defense you know they, they, some people were talking about you know top two top one top five defense and even if we weren't that we figured without question we were going to be top 10 right so mm-hmm. when it doesn't happen as, as a fan you're 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 looking to blame somebody right. um you, you don't want to blame your stars even even though our stars numbers on the defensive line, we're all down. You know, uh, Chase, while he got injured halfway through the season, I think he only had one and a half sacks. Um, no, he wasn't playing well. No, no. Sweat hasn't hasn't had but a, but a, a few sacks. So, you know, is that, again, we're going back, cause, and I'm, I'm going to be honest and tell you that I don't know the answer, but is that a Del Rio thing? Is that a player thing? Is it a scheme thing? I don't know. With that being said, I would like to keep Del Rio another year, make some adjustments, get healthy, and and see what happens. But same thing with Scott Turner, right? There's there's a lot of pressure on Scott Turner, I think, in this third year, e- even though he doesn't have the I guarantee you, you know, he doesn't have the quarterback he wants. Correct. Uh, nobody's asking for a journeyman type of quarterback to to run their offense. So that that has to go a little bit of ways in the evaluation of Scott Turner and as well as the injuries and everything with that uh, Del Rio had to deal with uh, the, the long, an- that's a long answer for no right now. Uh, I'd like to stick with Del Rio, but, okay. but he's, he, he's uh, all the coaches come year three are on a short leash. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if come year three and this team is mediocre, uh, yeah, I think there are going to be a lot of questions. Um, asked and a lot of questions asked to Ron Rivera. Um, if this team is mediocre next year, I think Ron stays, but I think you see him make some ch- changes, whether it be offense coordinator or, or defense coordinator. Agree 100%. Ron Rivera, will, Ron Rivera will be here at least through year four. I don't know if he'll make it to year five. just depends what happens. But he'll be here next year, and if this team is mediocre, he will be here the year following year. But he will be making changes as to his coaching staff as his team is under Chiefs next year. Yeah, I, I would agree one hundred percent with that evaluation. Rookie quarterback or not, if this right. team is is below five hundred for the third consecutive year, he makes he makes some big coaching changes next year. And and he has to, you know. I mean, whether you say that he's doing it to save his job or he's doing it to actually get better, I mean, ultimately the goal is to get better. And yep. what you're doing isn't working. Why are you going to keep doing the same thing? Uh, that that goes that goes for players and coaches both. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just curious, man, what you thought. Um, clearly, it's not going to happen because Ron came out and said there will be no no changes on his on his, on his staff. So, right. right. Um, but I was just curious since he was a unexpected uh, firing in Miami, and yet he was a he's a young defensive coordinator and seems to get players to play for him. Um, and, and he would probably jail more with our younger players than a guy like Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio 
got the skins on the wall and comes with the reputation. Yeah. And so players are going to do what he asks, just basic virtue, based on the fact that he has a lot of control over your, your NFL future. Whereas Brian Flores, although he has those same, would have those same um, control, I think he would relate a little bit better with the younger players. Um, does that mean, Jack, this is not a great, not a good defensive coordinator? No, I'm not saying that. Um, and I'm certainly not implying that he should be, be relieved of his duties. But Ron should clearly be looking at what the organization and what the coaching staff can do differently next year. Right. So, right. so that's my take on it, man. Um, I got nothing else, man, um, for this game, for whatever's happened in the news over the past few days. Um, I guess I'm on the 22-22 at this point. Right, right. And we'll see We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, but we'll, other than we'll, that, man, that's yeah, really we'll be, all we'll, I got. Yeah, we'll be talking about that as, as we get closer. You know, r- yeah. r- rumors are going to come through, and we're hearing some uh, Some of the players have, have seen uh, some of the mock-ups and, and getting some positive feedback from, I think, uh, Terry and Chase and, and Jonathan Allen. And Jonathan Allen. Yeah, so yeah, they've all they're all part of the rollout, and they've seen the uniforms, and they've all said good, positive things. They said they like it. They think it's fire. They said uh, they think the fans are going to really like it. You know, one alluded to what the name would be, and I, I wouldn't expect them to, but um, but they've all said some good things about the uniform, and and, and they really like it. So yeah, let, let's so hope. Let's hope. Sign. Yeah, let's hope we're on board with them, right? Yeah, that's a that's a good sign. Yeah. So. But yeah, we'll be talking about that a little bit more in the coming weeks, man. We got a lot of stuff to get to. So, but as far as the game, man, the twenty twenty one season is now in the books officially, and Washington football team era is over. And they went seven and nine and seven and ten during that era. Yeah, and and I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going. To, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and. Uh, I, I know we're about to wrap up the show here, but I'm going to change uh, change the music up here and and end the season on with a little bit of a positive note and uh, okay. you know, kind of kind of kind of bring this in here. We 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 did win this past week, so it's worthy of it. It is worthy. But uh, I don't have anything. You got anything else? That's it, man. That's all I got. So I'm gonna peace out. All right, peace out, knuckleheads.